Welcome to another episode of the Cheerful Soundman Podcast. It's a show for event professionals about the adventures of producing stellar events with a smile. Today, the topic is all about production gear and equipment, caring for it, maintaining it, repairing it, getting more life out of it, all those things. Eric and John share their thoughts about all of that. So before we dive in, remember to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Cheerful Soundman. All right, let's dive in. The first, the actual appearance of the gear, um, we have different sets of equipment. So when we do fraternity gigs and uh, woodsers and stuff, you know, we're going to put our more rugged gear that'll survive beer spills and dirt and hay and all that stuff there. Um, and then when we do weddings and stuff like that. We're going to put our nicer gear out there. So we have different sets of equipment that go out. Um, the other thing, as far as maintenance, best thing to do is to keep a maintenance schedule um, and quarterly should be checking the gear. Um, that way you're not having problems at the event. You're figuring out problems before they happen. I mean, ideally that's what should happen. It never actually happens. You know, it's usually something will break at a show. Uh, but the way to prevent that is to, to set maintenance schedules and um, just, uh, yeah, systematically check the gear. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I like the idea of the maintenance schedule, but the, um, uh, taking the opportunities when you do have downtime. So a lot of times in the events industry, you know, we'll get a crazy March and April and there's tons of weddings and there's events around. We're in a college town, you know, tons of college events, things like that. So then, you know, taking advantage of the time in July when we're a little bit slower, people are taking vacations, things like that. In our office, you know, our team members are taking vacations, are kind of rotating around, but our schedule is typically significantly lighter. So that's a great time um, to go through some of those things. I think also pulling things out of inventory um, and not continuing to send them out. I know that, and that can be hard, especially when you're smaller because um, you don't necessarily have a bunch of spares and extras. Um, but actually pulling it out of inventory, making sure you thoroughly clean it, test it, those type of things when you need to. Um, the other the other aspect too is like different different categories of equipment are a little different too. Like speakers, I mean, we've got speakers kicking from the 90s that are still freaking phenomenal speakers. Yeah, they hold like their value. A bunch of that EAW stuff that uh, was every man's back in the day. Mm -hmm. Still great speakers. The 650s, we use them on a barge show yep. uh, a couple times a year. It's a big system out on a barge. People are floating all over the place. They have amazing like long throw coverage. They're easy to deploy. They're like the best speaker for the job. And, you know, they're still kicking around. They're 40 years old. And they still sound freaking great. Right. Um, you know, we're not going to put that again on the wedding or something like that, but we have those sets of gear. Um, speakers are also easier because you just paint them black again. So. In that same note, you're not going to use lights from the 90s, you know, yes. different equipment. Uh, lighting gets dated a lot quicker. Video. Video, video gets, did, yeah. So video lasts like two years. Exactly. So, um, yeah, speakers are something that you keep around and the other stuff has to be kept up with. Actually, funny enough, even with our, um, so a lot of our bigger purchases, we've done equipment leases on, you know, where you lease to own it sort of deal. It's a little easier to finance for a company, those type of things. Mm -hmm. um, like our PA system and LED walls in the past, things like that. And I always found it funny, the, uh, the financing guys actually won't, with an LED wall, they'll only do a two or three year term typically because they're like, we're not gonna finance it past its you know, usable life cycle. Point, right? They're like, oh, everything's gonna be 4K, whatever, in two years. Um, 
So it's it's interesting because they treat it differently. Whereas a sound system, they'll hit, or the stage, they'll let you do like seven, eight year leases if you want, mm -hmm. because they know, you know, you buy a line array. I mean, our JBL arrays are from the early 2000s, mm -hmm. and you do have to maintain them. You have to refoam them. The speakers go here and there, but you know, overall, they're still rocking. They sound great. They're still great. We have not had a single complaint. Yeah. We just had the Subtronics guys do yep. uh, the show at VMH with the, what are the 4888s or the 9s? They do. And yeah, they were saying that uh, it's one of the better sounding rigs that they had heard on their tour yeah. with our old two, early, early 2000s Vertec rig, you know? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Cheerful Sound Man podcast. If you enjoyed that, it'd be so great if you could just subscribe, leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. Man, that would make our day. And don't forget to follow us over on Instagram at The Cheerful Sound Man. Either way, thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you got a little something out of that. And uh, we can't wait until we share the next episode, which will hopefully drop as soon as we can get it ready. So stay tuned. And until then, don't suck and don't be a jerk. <laughs>